everyone. I thought that today I would film this segment downstairs in my living room near my Christmas tree because Christmas is my very favorite holiday and I can't seem to pry myself away from it. I figured that a good subject today would be to talk about why bad things happen to good people. Most of you believe that your thoughts come in response to what you're observing. This is the first grand illusion that we've opted into. We've accepted it collectively as a species, but it is just an illusion. The truth is that what you are observing is coming in response to what you've been thinking. Most of us do not deliberately choose our thought. Instead, we let our thoughts gravitate to whatever is happening around us. It goes like this. Something happens. We are unaware that this thing is happening because we have already made ourselves match to that event by virtue of the thoughts we have been thinking, often for quite some time. We observe what is happening, we have an emotional feeling response to what we are observing, and since we usually feel powerless in terms of controlling what we are observing, we conclude that we have no control over our emotional response to what we are observing and we have no control over our reality, and since we can't see how we could possibly deserve what just happened, we conclude that bad things just happen to good people for no apparent reason sometimes. Our thoughts are extremely powerful signals that we are outputting, and we are always living a reflection of whatever we are outputting. You have more power than you could possibly imagine, more than you probably want sometimes. And nothing happens out of the blue. We only think that it does. We think that it does because we don't have a good handle on what it is that we're thinking. We don't recognize what we were thinking about until after it occurs, and even then, some of us don't make that connection. We don't make the connection between what we were thinking and subsequently what we experienced in our reality. When you focus on what does not feel good to focus on, when you focus on the problem, when you focus on what you do not want, no matter how good of a person you are, you are inviting and creating the essence and then manifestation of those very things. Even the thought bad things happen to good people is a belief in and of itself which does not serve you. It's a belief which must manifest proof to that effect. It may be good for you to go back and watch the video that I did on deserving. The universe does not operate in terms of deserving. There is no external God. This universe is not external from you, so it is not sitting in judgment. It does not judge whether you deserve something or whether you're worthy of something. What we want comes into our experience only by virtue of us allowing it into our experience. Your deserving is an absolute. Deserving is an absolute for every being in existence. But whether we allow our deserving, those things which we deserve to manifest, comes by virtue of what we are paying attention to. The most powerful law in this universe is the law of attraction. Most of us have watched The Secret, and so we have a rudimentary understanding of what this means. But the truth of the law of attraction goes much deeper. 
The physical reality which you live in is a holographic mirror of sorts. It is designed to become the exact reflection of the thoughts that you're thinking, so you can experience those manifested thoughts and decide whether you want something different or whether you enjoy what it is that you've already manifested. It is the breeding grounds for expansion. But there is no judgment as to whether what you are creating is good or bad. It is a non-judgmental mirror in the same way that the mirror in your bedroom is non-judgmental. It simply gives you a reflection of exactly what's in front of it. So when you think a thought, that thought manifests exactly. In the past, I've used some symbolism, which I enjoy quite a bit relative to the law of attraction. I've said that thoughts, the frequency of thoughts, can be compared to colors. So let's say that the thought, I am not good enough, vibrates at a frequency of green. You can only be a match to other things which vibrate at a frequency of green. Thus, you can only be a match to people and circumstances and events, which reinforce the vibration that you are not good enough, people who make you feel like you're not good enough, circumstances which make you feel like you're not good enough. Those are the only things you're a vibrational match to. The law of attraction is organizing the exact reflection of your thoughts by matching frequencies. So if you don't feel like you're good enough, you will experience the reflection of that in people, circumstances, and events that make you feel like you're not good enough. You attract by virtue of what you give your attention to, and your emotions all day every day are giving you the exact accurate feedback as to whether you're going to enjoy the manifestation of those thoughts or whether you're not going to like them manifesting very much. When you feel positive emotion, that's your indication that the thoughts you're thinking are lining you up with events that you will enjoy. When you're feeling negative emotion, that's your indication that you are lining up with things that you will not enjoy when they manifest. This universe, that which you know as Source or God, is not vindictive. It's not out to get you, and this is not a cruel joke. You have absolute free will, but what kind of free will do you have? The answer is that you have the free will of focus. You have the free will of thought. And thought is what is organizing everything in your reality. So you have absolute power and control over your entire reality. The energy making up the waves and particles of your physical reality rearrange themselves to match your dominant thoughts. Even if you have been in the process of raising your vibration, even if you've made a lot of progress relative to certain things, most of us are still not very aware of what we are thinking in the moment. Usually we're only aware that we've been focusing negatively after we spiral emotionally into a negative space. And then we fall into the trap of getting frustrated at the fact that we were even focusing negatively in the first place, and thus we are resisting our own resistance. We are a mix of vibrations. We have good vibrations relative to certain things and not so good vibrations relative to other things. So it is possible to greatly improve your vibration relative to certain subjects and still have them remain largely negative towards other subjects. For example, we might be really turning around our vibration relative to abundance. We may do that fairly quickly, so that what manifests is abundance. But we may also find it very difficult to change our vibration, to turn our vibration around relative to relationships. And so while our abundance sector of our life is improving, our relationship sector of our life may not be improving so much because those vibrations have not yet been changed. 
You are a collection of vibrations which, when added up, equals one collective vibration. But your job here is to raise your frequency relative to every subject so that you're manifesting the kind of reality you want relative to every subject in your life. When we're discussing this topic of bad things happen to good people, nothing confuses us more, perhaps, than bad things happening to children and animals. We like to look at things as innocent, meaning that they are ignorant and they don't create their reality, but there is no arbitrary line after which point you are in charge of your reality. And so I want to talk to you for a time about children and how they are subject to the law of attraction, just like an adult is. Children are creators as well, even before they exit the womb. They are attracting their entire experience, including the experience of their own birth. And so when we see a child who is experiencing something painful, who comes into an abusive environment, we cannot accept the idea that they had anything to do with the experience. We see that as the greatest form of victimhood. But this is from a poor understanding that we come to this judgment. We miss the fact that they too are eternal creators who also attract manifestations into their reality by virtue of their attention. No one and nothing is exempt from the cycle of creation. Help will come if you ask for it and believe that it will come, but no one can think for you. No one can interject themselves into your experience and create for you, nor would they if they really cared about you and your highest good. To rescue someone from their own life and their own thoughts does not serve their highest good. In fact, the only message you're sending someone when you come to their rescue is that they can't do it. We can do it. So, Source, the energy which you are an extension of, loves you more than you could possibly understand. It loves you enough to never give you that message. It loves you enough to never disempower you with the idea that you need saving. Source does not think you need miracles. It thinks you need to know you create your own reality. There is no such thing as bad or good as far as Source is concerned. In fact, the perspective from where Source sits, which is the eternal perspective, is more that everything comes to bless you. Even the things which you manifest, which you don't enjoy the manifestation of, serve you. They serve to help you know what you would prefer. Without that kind of contrast, you wouldn't even know what it is you want to create. And so everything, even the biggest tragedies in our lives, are causing the expansion of what we really are. They're causing us to learn, they're causing us to know, and so they serve a purpose, which is good. Good and bad is just a judgment, but for the sake of this conversation, even the very best people on this earth harbor beliefs which don't feel good for them to think. Even the very best people on this earth, and those people who are what we would consider innocent, like children and like animals, focus in such a way that they are a match to things which do not benefit them. And so in a universe which does not judge what is right or wrong for someone, in a universe which recognizes only the magnificence and truth of you as a creator, who has total free will of thought, and in a universe which recognizes you as an extension of itself, and thus a universe which sees you as no less of a god than it is, you experience the exact physically manifested reflection of those thoughts, even if they are thoughts which manifest on this earth as tragedy. This is a pill that we don't want to swallow. And I understand that when you're sitting in the middle of tragedy, 
it feels better to think that you had no hand in it. It can feel better to think that there is an external God and that we are just playing out his plan for us. It can feel better to think that he is just doing what he wants with us, his creations, rather than to understand that we have a hand in the things which caused us to suffer the very most. This is a pill which we don't want to swallow. It's a pill that does not go down easily, especially when we've coated it with blame. Blame is not a concept which exists in this universe separate of the human mind. And I can tell you, when you're coating things like that with blame, this pill will get stuck in your throat. But swallowing that pill is also the key to our freedom. It is the key to creating the life you have always wanted and creating it deliberately instead of remaining lost in the illusion that reality happens to us. Being confused when bad things happen and looking for the reason why we deserve the bad things that happen to us, hoping for a miracle to come along. For most of us, it takes time to shift our beliefs, especially the beliefs we've been working on for a very long time, out for beliefs which are more beneficial to us. This is not something which often happens overnight. So you can allow yourself to incrementally do this. The most important point is that you can always shift your course. You can always, in the moment that you're standing in, choose to focus on something which feels better emotionally to you and thus will manifest something which you love to experience instead of something which will cause you pain. You can turn your course inside this river the minute that you are deliberate about what you give your attention to. It is a vibrational impossibility for bad things to happen to somebody who has pure positive focus and who pays attention to things which make them feel good all the time. That can't vibrationally happen in this universe. So if you've lined up with something that doesn't feel good to experience, this is your opportunity to look back, to backtrack if you will, and to think about what thoughts led you to that very event. And until you reach that point, if that is your intention, realize that every negative manifestation you may be experiencing is trying to show you what it is that you want to create for yourself, and what's more than that, it is showing you who you really are. When you can train your focus to such a degree that you are able to feel good about situations that are bad, that is your indication that you have taken complete control over your vibration and subsequently taken control over your emotion and subsequently eventually taken control over your entire reality. Once you start seeing the world in this way, you will no longer experience a surprise. Nothing that comes into reality will surprise you. That is a good feeling. It is a very good feeling to understand what it is that's happening to you. To not have the belief that it is possible to be blindsided by something that you did not attract. That is absolute freedom and absolute control. The choice to turn your attention towards something that causes you to feel good is a moment-by-moment -moment choice. It is a choice that is available to you right here in the very moment where you stand. It doesn't matter how many years you've spent focusing negatively. Right now, you always have the option to focus on something that feels better. By putting your intention on anything that feels good for you to focus on now, you are creating the things in your reality which you wish to experience. It is my promise to you that bad things don't just happen to good people. 
Bad things are attracted into the lives of good people by virtue of what they're paying attention to. We are all culpable for everything that occurs in our own reality. Even those animals and children and people who look the most innocent to us. Because this life is not being done to you. You are the one doing it. Every single bit of it. And once you step into that kind of role, once you assume the responsibility and step into your role as a powerful creator that you are, your life will start to go very good for you. There will be no more surprises, and you won't feel like a victim, and you won't feel like this is a vindictive universe out to get you with these negative events that you have experienced. That is a beauty that comes with deliberate creation. I hope you have a good week. Thank you.